Hi everybody, this is the MindLink Frequency. I'm hey. here with Marcus Morales, hey, and we're going to talk about uh, music and uh, mm -hmm. gaming and uh, Twitch and streaming and all kinds of stuff. Mm -hmm. So yeah, uh, let's get back into that conversation we were having, I guess. Yeah, yeah we were just talking about... Uh... Well, the album that, yeah. that's coming out in December, between yeah. the 20th and... the Between the 25th and the, the 1st is when I'm planning on the, the release. Okay, cool. Yeah. Is it going to be Christmas-themed, or...? It's not Christmas-themed. No, it's um, just an exciting time of the year, and also, mm. like, the 1st is kind of, like... It's it's kind of symbolic for me. Like, I'm, I'm journeying into this thing. It's a new thing for me. Mm. Um, yeah. You know, I kind of want to start this journey off into the new year with... Uh, you know, some cool music and, and it's really just, it's just, it, it just fits really well. Like new beginnings. 2020. Yeah. yeah. So first, uh, yeah, first, that's actually exactly. a pretty cool time. So are you going to try to drop it right on the first or are you just saying, I'll give myself about a week just to. Exactly. Kind of what yeah. I'm you know, like I find that, um, setting yourself like deadlines can do, you know, like really just induce a lot of stress and I don't want to be stressed out about my music. It's really just like, you know, I enjoy making it. Uh, I love what I'm doing. I love what I'm learning. Um, and, you know, I just want to have fun with it. And I think Christmas is a really fun time. Yeah, it is. And, it, you know, I think just everything fits together really well that way. No, I think that'll be cool. I mean, it gives you, you know, like a few, four, four-ish months, five months, kind of. Mm-hmm. Is that right? It's, it's September it's, now. So yeah, it's like September. Eighth. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just losing so track of time here. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's tight though. So it been started out. I remember we talked about it earlier. It was going to be an EP with four to six songs. And yeah. Then it kind of evolved into something a little greater. Yeah. You know, I I had set myself uh, a goal of making four to six songs. I was like four at the very least. Six, you know, would be great. And anything beyond that is just extra. And I ended up making. Um, seven songs and you know i was like okay well i looked up like you know what are the classifications on spotify and it's like if it's six songs in under 30 minutes then it's an ep if it's seven songs or more it's an album and i was like oh shit i created an album yes it's an album then. yeah i was like all right that's cool are there gonna be any other things tacked tacked onto it or are you kind of in the mixing mastering Phase right uh, now. So right now I'm on the mixing mastering phase. Um, although I am still creating some extra stuff on the side, just because you know, I, you know it's hard to stop composing new music. Yeah, that's yeah, the is. problem. Fuck yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, um, but I like doing things in batches, so I'm trying to focus mainly on the mixing and mastering right now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's good to have the workload. You know, have a streamline for it, not trying to get overwhelmed, like you were saying. Yeah, it's really. I found the best way to do it. Like. Um, moving forward after, after the release, the plan is to upload tracks as they come. So mostly singles after that. And even though like, I know that's going to be like a better business marketing plan or, you know, kind of like for getting my music out there mm -hmm. rather than doing like a release and Full drop. Yeah, exactly. Doing a release every six months. It's, it's like, okay, you know, like when you have it ready, just put it out there and building that library of music behind my name. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, it's going to be great for, for that and getting recognition there. But, um, you know, and, and thankfully like I can take my workflow and I can break that down into batches or like into, into different phases. Um, so yeah, from the production, kind of the creative process, which you exactly. finished now, I guess, yep. for, for this piece. So are you going to drop the singles from the album? Like each uh, single that's dropped is going to be uh, from the album? 
Or is there going to be other songs? It's, it would be new material. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So so what's going to be on the um, on the album is just going to be kind of like a debut kind of thing. Um, just kind of, you know, exploring the different types of genres I like to create in. You know, I've made some trap beats. I've made some house beats. And I made uh, some synthwave. Synthwave is probably my favorite. Really? Uh, okay. Yeah. And why, it's kind of like... Why do you like that the most? Why do I like that the Not most? Not to derail what you're um, saying, but... No, it's totally fine. Uh, I think it's funny. Uh, I don't know. I just like the sound. You just really vibe with it. Huh? Yeah, okay. totally love that. Like really cheesy '80s, like sawtooth wave, wow kind of stuff. You okay. know, it's fun. It reminds me. It reminds me a lot of like neon lights, and I'm like, I, I think that's really you cool. Like that group. Yeah. Well, no, not. Um, oh. Sorry, not the group. I oh, mean, okay. like actual neon lights that you okay. can find, like neon signs. And yeah. Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I could see that. I, I'm not very familiar with that genre. I need to get like up. And, I was. I've been interviewing people that are into tech, mm-hmm. techno, and like and mm-hmm. house and stuff like that. And like, I'm I'm pretty bad at, at knowing like the delineation between the different genres. Me too. Um, honestly, there's it's, a lot of them. Yeah, it's hard to it's hard to like even even categorize my own music because like I want to say that like oh yeah it fits into this style of genre, but then I listen to some of the music in that genre and I'm like doesn't quite sound like that but it has some of the same elements i can you can tell like it's influenced from these genres of music yeah i mean it's not like you can have like a cookie cutter sound anyways like you're you you're not the same as whoever was the first to make that genre or like and let's see classical like classical piano and classical um you know western music wasn't i mean there wasn't like the baroque it was just in retrospect like oh that's the baroque period you know so it's not like it's it's a weird way that we, we classify music and genres and stuff. It helps, and people can emulate the styles, which is cool. But, mm-hmm. I mean, maybe you'll be, like, divergent into your own style. People will follow in your footsteps someday. Yeah, that would be cool. That'd be ideal, you know? It's like, and I, I really like that idea of, like, carving out my own space in uh, the music scene. Like, you know, I, I know what I like, and mm-hmm. I know how to make what I like sound good and I like to share what, you know, I create. And so it's, and that, that's, that's to go along with like everything that I'm doing. Um, I just really love sharing the things that I make and creating new things for people. And it's just fun. You well, know, it seems like you have a lot of artistry in your family too. And you said your sister yeah. is a painter, right? Yeah. My sister, uh, she's an artist, um, art, by stephanie morales okay yeah that's and, a little plug right there <laughs> yeah a little plug for my sister and uh yeah she teaches classes and she does events you know and wow. they're really they're really cool they're gaining a lot of traction and she's doing really well it's local her, seattle area events and yeah yeah um if you guys have ever heard of like harden the paint or okay. um, so harden the paint we can put this in the show notes too you know i'll, yeah, I'll yeah. have a notepad and you can just for sure yeah maybe it'd be good to there. put like her instagram link in there or something definitely definitely yeah yeah, yeah. That'd be cool. cool. I have to let her know that I just, yeah, yeah, just, just like, plugged just it in case, you know. Yeah, yeah exactly. I'm sure it's fun. Yeah, I mean, no, she wants the, the, the yeah. renown, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah she'll get the, the recognition and everything. So, so and you were saying like to go back to carving out your own niche. Uh, you were saying that you're you're gonna try to use Twitch and YouTube and gaming to kind of. Mm-hmm do something unique as a, as an artist. Yeah. So the idea behind that is kind of just like, you know, like I've always enjoyed, um, watching YouTubers and watching streamers and everything. And so the plan is to like start my own Twitch channel. Um, so I'm doing the release at the end of the year 
And then after that is going to be focusing on uh, Twitch channel while also still releasing music. Um, and then further, even further down the line, when I feel more set up and more ready, um, I just moved into this new studio, so I'm, I'm pretty excited about it. I've got yeah, it's nice. some space in here. Um, and I like that it's separate from, you know, the rest yeah, of Yeah, you my got your room here. and you got the, the workplace. Yeah, right exactly. And the yeah. game place. Right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, doing a Twitch stream, um, mainly focused on uh, music and gaming. Um, and, yeah. Well, you were saying that, like, you've watched some Twitch, and I've seen a couple Twitch streams, like, I don't, I don't watch Twitch too much, but, mm -hmm. uh, uh, you're saying a lot of them are just very bland. Yeah, so, what you find a lot of the time is, like, people will sit in front of their computer playing a game, streaming, but in total silence. talking, basically, or yeah. maybe or not, not even. Not, not talking, essentially, just, like, just kind of sitting there and playing the game, not interacting with, you know, their audience, even, whether or not they have it, you know, like. The stream is just boring. That's and yeah. So knowing knowing that going into it is like okay, how can I make it different? How can I make it engaging enough that I'm you know consistently present with my stream? Mm -hmm. um, I think a great way to do that is uh, number one, single player games. You know, uh, campaigns. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, like fun indie games that are different from what's in the mainstream. Like mm -hmm. if I were to just stream like games like you know, Counter-Strike or... Fortnite. Fortnite, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, games like that, you know, it would kind of just me be sitting there, you know, really focused on the game and not really, like, you know... You wouldn't have a break. Yeah. Just go, go, go. Yeah, there's that. And, and, like, there's not a whole lot for me to comment on. But on a game like, uh, I don't know, like Limbo or something, or, or a game where it's, like, very atmospheric... Portal... Yeah, Portal. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's so much to comment on. I need on to play this. that game. I have not even like seen oh, what the gameplay is like. Uh, <laughs> I really like video games, and that's a, that's a definitely a good one. Um, By yeah. all means, I mean, you know, go down the rabbit hole. Yeah, a little well, bit about yeah. some of your favorite games, Portal, whatever. Yeah, no, um, I just like Portal. Um, just to just to go on that, I kind of want to stay focused, but yeah. um, I was just thinking about the Source Engine the other day and like how how great it is for like high frame rates and stuff it's just kind of funny there's technical aspects of the game how, how how smoothly it can run but how much detail it can put out at the same time okay oh yeah. is it 60 frames per second or i mean the frame rate is you know you can you can have it unlocked where you can like it'll it'll run at whatever your computer is capable of handling yeah but so. you said the engine what can it like uh if you know i don't know any technical details yeah i was just i was just you know, sitting there thinking about it the other day, I was like, whoa, that's really cool. You started uh, in, what, elementary, middle school, learning about computers, right? Yeah, actually, a lot longer than before that. Pretty much before I could read, dude. Wow. Yeah, that's so... That's amazing. Exactly. Yeah, no. Um, we had Just a computer... around with... Yeah, we had a computer when I, when I was growing up, and... Um, my mom always tells me, like, I used to watch my dad do stuff on the computer, and then I'd go and do on, on that on the computer myself, you know, take it a step further. He'd be like, what did you, what did you do with the computer? But like, oh, no, it's okay. I can fix it. And just I would go and take it a step back um, just to, to wherever he was. And this was like when, you know, we had like Windows 95 and, mm -hmm. you know, stuff like that. So That's really cool. I mean, so, so your dad uh, worked as a professional... Uh, computer repair no. software engineer he was uh a yeah no he was retired as long as i can remember um he used to work for the telephone company and the and the bank 
and um, I think he just retired early. Um, so for for my whole life, you know, uh, he was kind of a stay at home dad. That's cool. Yeah, well, I mean, pretty nice to have. Yeah, I uh, some friends that have like actually switched roles where it's like. Um, mom goes out and works mm-hmm. and then uh, I mean it's different than being retired at, right. at a young age and stuff mm-hmm. that's cool though so you got an opportunity to be exposed to, to computers um, yeah before you can read or write yeah exactly I, I would say that's actually probably how I learned how to read is you know just playing video games growing up you know reading reading the, the text on my computer or you know um, on, on the TV when I was playing a game or something and just like you know because you need to follow along with, with, with what's going on in order yeah, to storyline whatever yeah. instructions exactly. how to's yeah all that yeah. stuff so yeah that's cool um, and you were saying uh, when we first got here I was looking at the background on your computer you're talking about uh Oh my god, I can't remember. The oh, Dead Space. Yeah, Dead Space. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That 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 uh, lineage that went from like really good, yeah, spacey, um, and yeah, then kind atmospheric, of atmospheric horror, atmospheric, very yeah. very atmospheric, very dark, very tense. It was a very tense feeling game. You never felt safe the entire game. Kind of like fear. Yeah, yeah, yeah very like much that like game. that. Where you you always feel like something's behind you. Things like the music's you know quiet Eerie, and lots of like and... small violins and stuff and mm-hmm. then and it's, it's a, a lot of sudden action and it can feel really overwhelming and kind of like that's when it feels scary and they do that they they create that atmosphere and they create that feeling so well um that you know it just the the second the second was great uh as well because they improved on a lot of things but then the third just kind of fell apart when they turned it into an action game and you know, a lot of that that horror, like tenseness, just kind of disappeared from the series. That's too bad. Yeah, and then, yeah, it is what nice. it is. You know, um, I think EA was just trying to find more ways to make money off of a really popular franchise, and they ended up, you know, killing it in the end. Yeah, I feel like that happens a lot. They're like, hmm, okay, this is good. Mm-hmm. Now, what's popular that yep. we could mesh with it exactly. that'll make it better? Exactly, and that pretty much never works. Yeah, it was that, and they were like, "How do how do we make this game accessible to more people?" You know, and so they they made it slightly easier in some aspects, and they made it you know less scary, and it just really did not. That seems pretty lame. Why would you make it less scary if it's like about horror, basically? Right. Suspense? Exactly. Uh, yeah. I mean. Uh, yeah, I really just don't know what they were thinking with that. Like, the story, the plot of the game was good and everything, but it just never had that tension of the first or second games where you just genuinely felt scared walking through the halls of, you know, just space action. stations and shit. Uh, it's an action game, and there wasn't yeah. the, the peaks. There wasn't, like, the, the moments of kind of nothing happening where you're walking around in darkness no there's plenty of those moments but it's the moments of actions that just felt kind of lackluster (laughs) you know they um they had their own tension but it just wasn't it it just wasn't the same way as the first or second because like in the first or second you you really felt like really alone and really helpless but by the by, the third one, you know, it was kind of like you you've dealt with the situation so many times that you're kind of turned into. You this said it was of, overplayed. Yeah, it was a little overplayed. You know, like I think they just the the way they cook, took the character development. He went from like a scared, you know, normal person to being kind of like this like alien zombie killing badass, and it was like, okay, he was much more relatable in the the uh, the main character I yeah, yeah. you know it was it's much more relatable in um the first and second ones as opposed to the third and it was just i don't know it, it just lacked 
the no, something different. I, I mean, I can see that happening. I mean, especially with the relatability. And sometimes, you know, doing a prequel or a sequel and so on can just be lame because you already know what's going to happen. Yeah, a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Um, definitely didn't see what was going to happen in the third one. Um, and I don't want to spoil it for anybody who hasn't played it. But uh, yeah, it was interesting. It was uh, not what I expected. So you liked it, personally? Oh, yeah, no, I, I liked it. I love the series. It's great. Okay. It's one of my all-time favorite series. Um, and I like the direction that they took it in, plot-wise. I just don't like that the, the gameplay changed from... Or, and, and, like, the, the atmosphere of the game changed from, like, a very, you know, atmospheric horror to, like... Uh, yeah, I can't even... I, I can't think of... What are we? Because it's still it's supposed to be atmospheric horror, but it just didn't have the same depth to it. You know, it didn't have it didn't it didn't go deep enough into like the atmospheric horror part of it. And they 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 it was like if if you were if they were like a, a scale, you know, like oh that they tipped the scales in in favor of action. Yeah, and it was just not the right I move. I could fully comprehend what, yeah. what you mean. It sounds like it's a very pivotal point for for the game. Like that's like. <laughs> That's the important part, for yeah, sure. Yeah, you know, I mean, the game's been out for a few years now. And come on, I, EA, what's wrong with you guys? Seriously, Fuck. yeah, come on, make Dead Space Four, please. Yeah, do it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who knows? I mean, it's only been five years, right, since they yeah, they tanked. Uh, been I think it was twenty thirteen or twenty fourteen. Okay. So yeah, about five, five years. years. Yeah. So with with your EP, are you <laughs> um, or sorry, your album? Or yeah. Are you, uh, yeah, <laughs> now it's an album. Are you? Uh, what what direction is the music? What kind of music is it? Gaming music? Is it more just? Um, like... it's really just stuff that I've made. You know, um, I decided like at a certain point, like okay, you know, I think I should release some music, and I think I should try to do it in a somewhat professional capacity, mm-hmm. and so. Um, I decided at a certain point, like okay, any songs that I make from here till you know when i feel like i'm when i have that release date for the ep those are going to be what's going to be on there and so i didn't try to like stick with any single genre or anything uh like i said i got a house song on there i got a trap song i got like two synth wave songs on there and they're all instrumentals or do you sing or vocalize Uh, at all they're all just instrumentals i don't do any vocals yet but um i do have a room uh another like small closet that isolation booth yeah exactly yeah i'm trying to turn that into a little isolation booth so i can get some really clean samples and some really good vocals in there what do you usually um what kind of stuff are you thinking about sampling or do you sample uh Mostly, I'm just I've just been thinking about noises. You yeah. know, there's so many weird hitting spoons together. Or something yeah, like that. exactly. Okay. You know, knocks and like hitting wood against wood, or like you know, just just taking a hollow plastic object, tapping it with a spoon or something. What you are know, you, uh, what are you recording with? What kind of microphones? So I've got a uh, condenser mic right now. I've got a AT2020 Audio okay. Technica. It's a great microphone and everything, but it picks up so much background noise that I can't use it for um, like the broadcast like doing a twitch stream or youtube videos or anything like that um like i've got my air conditioner right here and i need to move it to the other background noise you ever think about using gates or anything like that you know i have but um i just you know i haven't looked into it too much like i've been really just trying to focus on Right now, I'll use my microphone. Making the content. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Just making the content. So, do you have a Twitch stream or something that's like active now, or are you just not, building up the content? Not active yet. Um, it's really it's 
it's just it's been a matter of like not feeling prepared for it um uh you know when i first built my computer i took this philosophy of like okay you know i can save money here and there and then i can just upgrade it later and what i kind of discovered is like i've never really been happy with like the state of like the parts in my computer and i'd love to upgrade you know make you upgrades. ssd h yeah HD. yeah oh, got, uh, solid state yeah i've right. got like three solid state drives i got a sound card really a video card yeah dude is it set up as a raid or how do you have the no they're drives? just they're just individual drives because if i did a raid that would like kind of combine the storage space of the two drives and i don't really want to deal with that you don't necessarily have to do striping though you could well, just do true. what raid zero is that the one that's all copy clones yeah yeah i can't remember which one i don't is. i don't remember which one's which exactly but no yeah i didn't do any like raid setup or anything like that that's i just didn't dope though yeah it's like d e and f something like that whatever they're called yeah exactly for me it was more just like you know having having a ton of storage space and having fast storage space and then um also it's a gaming slash workstation daw rig so yeah it seems like it's a, it's quite a monster you got here well, yeah. yeah so what do you have uh what's the ram 32 16 16 gigs 16, yeah. uh yeah um 3200 speed so okay, for the fast for the memory, uh, no, for the for the RAM, it's fast memory, and I've got an i five in there that I wanted to upgrade. I've I been said. doing um, some research into like Ryzen three and stuff, and it seems like it it does really well when it comes to streaming. Um, but at the same time, you know, uh, you can stream straight from your video card. Your video card can do all of the video encoding. Yeah, for what it. is your graphics card at? Um, remember, it's a nine eighty Ti. Uh, it's a few years old now, and I've been meaning to upgrade. Um, you can, I can definitely tell like there are some games that are, that push it to its limit. I like to, mm -hmm. I like to run like little monitoring get software oh, okay. in the background. So Activity I can monitor stuff. Yeah. Exactly. And this so is Windows, see. right? That yeah. you're running? Uh, 10, mm -hmm. I guess? Uh, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. So yeah, no, definitely want to make some upgrades with my computer, but you know, like, so since I've never been happy with like what I did initially with my computer, I don't want to do the same thing with, you know really anything else like my music or my stream or anything like like that youtube channel so you just kind of did it without planning it ahead a little bit is that yeah. kind of what you're getting at or? yeah i was just like well i kind of just really want a computer to play games on and you know uh i need it to work and i don't need it to have the best parts because i can upgrade them later yeah. you know um and i kind of found that like doing it that way instead of going for the parts that i knew that i wanted at the time just meant that like i was always chasing the next upgrade you know yeah you know not yeah yeah not so I, yeah i just don't want to take the same approach with um like a twitch stream or youtube channel or anything like that i don't want to start those until i feel like i'm absolutely ready because i don't want to you know be going through this like i'm gonna be it, it'll be an evolution it'll be you know a process and a journey in itself yeah, it's not it's not going to be in the same state you know right exactly years from now exactly yeah. you know like no matter what it's going to be changing but i would like to start at a place where i feel more you start know start higher yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. exactly because if i start higher then I, the only place i can go is even higher mm -hmm. yeah so well, i mean it sounds like you're really prepared and you got this dope ass like setup here <laughs> yeah. you know how computers work so yeah. like i think you definitely have a edge uh, on a lot of people because some twitch streamers just don't even know how to use a fucking microphone right you know? yeah <laughs> exactly so a lot of people don't yeah no i know i'm i mean 
Yeah, and like just knowing the difference between a condenser and a dynamic and, and knowing about like noise floor and noise gates and stuff mm -hmm. like that, and limiters and everything and compressors and everything that you can do to make yourself sound good on stream yeah. is only a bonus and it only, you know, uh, increases the production value of your stream. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. people won't even like consciously think about it necessarily, but mm -hmm. they're going to be like, I, I just like this. Yeah, yeah. Even exactly. If, even if the video quality is shit, mm -hmm. you can, if, if the audio quality is really good, it mm -hmm. does doesn't matter as much. I mean, obviously you want good video quality, right. but still, yeah. the audio comes first. It seems like to me. Yeah, exactly. You can't you can't stream with bad audio because nobody wants to listen to that. It's painful. It's, yeah, exactly. It's more painful than watching a you know a, a poor quality stream because like you know people are used to watching videos on the go at like you know 480 360p or whatever mm, and it's, yeah exactly shit. you can you can see giant pixels on your phone or whatever and it's like okay i'm just gonna deal with that but as long as the audio is good yeah yeah not distorted not too quiet or like yeah. where it like jumps from like really quiet to like to super really loud and like what the fuck i had it turned way yeah, up yeah exactly yeah that's that's where compression comes in handy oh, i yeah. love that and i love learning about like all of the different like tools that are you know at a creator's disposal to make their audio sound good both in in music on a stream on video all of it um i've kind of been teaching myself a lot of this stuff um i started playing instruments when i was in fifth grade i started playing the Damn. flute yeah and uh, i played the flute for young flautist yeah <laughs> exactly young flautist um uh, i started playing the flute in fifth grade and i played for like three years and then I started playing guitar after that, and I played for maybe another two or three years. But then there was a huge gap in where I wasn't making any music. I was just kind of focused on school and, you know, or really not focused on school. More like more like surviving high school with I mean, that passable happens. grades. But yeah. yeah. Um, and, you know, it wasn't until like 2013 that I got back into music. Um, I had a friend who was making beats and... You know, they showed me some of their music and I was like, whoa, that's really cool. And it kind of just like clicked in my head like, oh, shit, I could be doing this, too. Mm -hmm. Like, so I went and I got FL Studio like that same week. And nice. I, Fruit know. Loops is pretty good. Yeah, I, I really don't fuck with it, but I've, I've seen people use it. And for sure. Is that, is that what you're using? Right yeah. Now? So I use FL Studio to uh, produce my music. That's my daughter choice. I want to I want to get a copy of uh, Ableton. Mm. Um, just because there are so many things in Ableton or so many different like controllers and stuff that work with Ableton natively. Like I've got like this keyboard behind you. Uh, I've got a Novation Impulse 49 that has, that works with, uh, it works with FL Studio and Ableton natively. So is it USB only or does it have like yeah. uh, an out for uh, MIDI? analog? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it, has, MIDI out? Okay. it has a MIDI out um, and it does have a USB out as well. Um, no TS, TRS uh, for speakers, No, it right? only has uh, sustain and um, expression pedal. Okay. Yeah, but those aren't those aren't outputs. But um, yeah. So you ever thought about getting an Arcturia? It comes with uh, at least when I bought it, it came with uh, Ableton Nine Lite, I think. Yeah. So that's the thing. Like these these did as well, and I've got like Innovation. Um, fuck, what are they called? Launch Control and uh, Launch Pad behind me. Um, yeah. And that's a lot of the stuff is borrowed and that's why I don't have Ableton yet. Uh, Cause yeah, yeah. if I had bought those new, they do come with, uh, Ableton. 
Um, you don't have the or, key, the license, yeah, whatever. I don't have any of that, but um, yeah, I mean, it is it's it is what it is. Like yeah. I, you know, I'm used to using um, FL Studio anyway, so you know, in order to get into Ableton, I'd have to learn an entire new DAW and how mm -hmm. that works and everything. Although, um, since I've been teaching myself, I've kind of also been teaching, you know, just just through like watching a lot of YouTube videos. So I, I I've noticed like, you know, different things in Ableton. Like I, I'm you know, I familiarize myself with it through that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just watching other people mess around with Ableton. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, uh, the layout of it and like, uh, yeah, I don't know. Just, just, you know, generally where things are is it's that's cause that's really important in, in, in working with the DAW and knowing like, you know, where your arrangement view is, where your, you know, uh, piano roll is or where you, you just like being able to read a HUD you yeah. want to be able to read like your controls and all that stuff exactly yeah is there uh, any uh, you know convergence that you see with your music and gaming Plan yeah on doing software development or... uh yeah so I uh, definitely people have <laughs> I don't want to like toot my own horn or anything but toot people, it people have told me you know like oh yeah I could see your music in a video game and like you know like it, it would sound really cool in like this kind of scene in a game or like that kind of scene in a game and so my plan is to try to you know get out there uh first of all you know get the get the album out there so people have something that they can you know come and listen to mm -hmm. but then and then get all the singles out because I'm I want to keep building up you know my library of music promo yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, so the plan, uh, I was just talking with somebody the other day, they were, they are uh, a composer, video game composer. They've made music for games. And you met her through work, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Up at the, up at the cafe. I work at a cafe in Wallingford and, um, you know, I met, I, I met them at work and, um, they kind of explained like, you know, like getting, getting your name out there and, and like. Uh, joining Facebook groups that have indie developers on them and trying to catch them early and they just had some really good advice for like trying to find people who need music for their game or movie or short film or whatever and just like you know just contacting them through that um, yeah word of mouth is powerful exactly yeah um, the other plan that I had was like to do to go to an event like PAX or something and okay. go to some booths and be like hey What's you know like PAX stand for penny arcade expo okay I, i've never been so like small game kind of yeah uh, small business maybe even just like one person making a game stuff or is it a little bit bigger than that i think it's it's i think it's a little bigger than that you know it's it's usually a pretty big event um okay. yeah um i actually don't know a whole lot about pax i've never this been first time i think i've heard of it so yeah okay yeah. yeah uh yeah pax is pretty cool i've heard a lot of good things i i know a lot of people who who have gone and they've had a really good time um i just i haven't taken the time to go yet um but yeah that's definitely on the agenda and you know going going into it with you know you know the attention the intention to have fun while I'm there but also the yeah. intention to like try to make connections with people I think that's really important thought um, about a like do you have a Facebook page that you're gonna tell them about or like business cards or? yeah so yeah I'm still working on getting like all my promoting material together uh right now I don't have anything uh I don't so even have any artwork step for by step you're gonna get a um oh 
I forgot your your sister's first name, but you're gonna get oh, her. Oh, I never said it was uh, Stephanie, my sister. Oh, yeah. you, you said oh, her no, artwork, I did. right? Morales artwork. Yeah, yeah. Like art by Stephanie Morales. Okay, yeah, yeah. You, you're gonna commission her or somebody else outside? The um, no, I don't think I would commission my sister. Just one because it's family, and two yeah. because um, I'm looking for a different kind of art style for uh, cover art and stuff like that. Something a little um, more flashy, probably. Yeah, I don't know what her art style is, but um, I, you know, I don't really ha- really know what I want in mind. I I was kind of thinking of like, you know, like the the Dixie cup design. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, something like that, where it's just like some simple geometric shapes and and patterns and stuff, and hmm. I'm trying to like have it like a, like a cool '90s vibe. And that'll be for like, um, Marcus makes music for video game stuff, basically. Yeah, well, no, that, I mean, I'm thinking of more like the album art for uh, oh, okay. this release at the end of the year, which I still don't have a name for. Really? Um, yeah. You've got a couple months, though. Yeah, exactly. I've got time for it. Um, I've thought about calling it, like, Hello World, something like that, <laughs> you know? <laughs> little brackets and yeah, shit. Yeah, exactly. Right? Uh, Write it in C. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Maybe just, like, print the whole code on it somewhere. Oh, that'd be kind of sick, actually. Yeah, exactly, dude. So, uh... Yeah, uh, it's that that's kind of like a tentative name for it right now is okay. yeah, Hello World. So yeah, I think you actually had mentioned that when we because I saw you walking on whatever cross street that was mm-hmm. with Alex and we were just yeah. like talking. Yeah, on my way to get pizza. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> you got you. Yeah, dude, it's good <laughs> pizza. Good shit. Yeah, they do. Yeah, not dope. So um, albums dropping mm-hmm. in in December or the or the first of January to mm-hmm. kind of signify your. Uh, greeting to the world hello world yeah exactly like <laughs> shout my debut like hey code. everybody here i am this is you know my first uh baby's first album <laughs> you nice, know nice. so as m3 or, yeah you know m3 um you know because right now i'm on soundcloud as marcus makes music mm-hmm. you know which is going to be in the show notes yeah if, if you want awesome. to yeah no no definitely that would be awesome is there um, a specific song that you'd want in there too because we can yeah put that uh, yeah no i would say because you know i mean all of the some of the old stuff on there is like when i first got into like using fl studio and i had like no clue what i was doing it's melodic but it's not great um you know and the reason that I was like, okay, maybe I should do uh, an album now is because I finally feel ready with like being able to polish the the sound, you know, mm-hmm. polish the music and make it sound professional. Because really get what yeah, I want out of it, and yeah, the exactly. professional part. Yeah, like knowing now, knowing like what a compressor does, and like you know, limiting and and you know, doing gain staging, and just it's just like there's so much that I know more now than I did before. And using all these techniques to make it sound professional um, was just something that was missing from a lot of my music. Like, a lot of the songs are not, you know, mixed or mastered very well. That's part well of the process, you know? All. You get the creative parts out, and yeah. it's, like, maybe super quiet, and then spikes of loudness, you know, whatever yeah. the case is. Yeah, I, no, I mean, that's... Done that too. Even, even that, like, you could do that on purpose, intention, with intention, you know, just for... Kind of like orchestral music. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah very... Orca- Huge or, uh, dynamic. Just exactly. <laughs> yeah. Orchestra does that a lot. They go What's very your quiet. favorite genre of, uh, you know, uh, spanning from any year, you know, all the way to the early, early rock banging music, whatever, yeah. you know, it's a current... I don't know. It's hard to pick a uh, favorite genre. Um... I would say, you know, I don't even know what to call it, but, um, like, there's, 
like music that's actually in video games has a very, very special place in my heart because I grew up playing a lot of video games that had just like some lo-fi music in it that, you know, like that, you know, creators made using like, oh, you know, like a sound blaster card from like 1990. And so like, I really like the, the synthesized sounds from that. Um, like 8-bit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just some really lo-fi stuff. Um, before, like, general MIDI was a standard, you know, because um, that was that was with the Roland SC-55. Um, and so that, that sound module got used to create the soundtrack for uh, Doom and Doom 2 and for Duke Nukem 3D. And those were a couple of the games that I played a ton of back Yeah, that's back what we were talking about earlier before we started the podcast. Exactly, yeah. So, like, these old video games that have, like, killer, kick-ass soundtracks. Um, you know, I just really, like, really fell in love with that. And it's just, you know, it's it's a huge inspiration for me trying to, you know, get those sounds. I found a, I found a, uh, an SC-55 once on sale. Um at a uh, a local music store around here, and I was like, "Oh sh!" You know, like you I was gotta got, get it. I was so excited about it. it. Um, it was a little too expensive for me at the time, but I was like, "I have to get one of those some days. I want to get that sound module because it's MIDI, so I could plug it into one of these keyboards and just like find the right bank of, uh, you know, MIDI samples and just play it that way." Or that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I don't know a lot about uh, connecting uh, MIDI devices like that. Um, so mm-hmm. basically, you'd use the older '90s sounds that are in that uh, mm-hmm. NSC, whatever it's called. Yeah, the oh the SC55. SC55. Yeah, it's um, a, a Roland device. Um, you just plug it in, and then it would push the sound through the speakers or into mm-hmm. your computer, pretty much. Yeah. So so in the same way that you can use the MIDI keyboard with your computer as a controller, you can use it as a MIDI controller for a sound module. Okay. Yeah. So, but instead of plugging it into your computer, you're plugging it into just a, a box with instead of like a VST or some plugin. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and then I, I guess the funny thing is, is like there is a, there's already a VST for the sound module that I that I I want to get. Um, but I don't want the actual hardware, dude. Well, yeah. I mean, I, and, and, it has and a just, certain color to it when it's actual physical. You know, instead of like exactly. the digital bits, zeros exactly. and ones. You know. It's it's that and um, just the fact like that's really like I'm not a huge like equipment or hardware guy. I I definitely know, like like I was talking about earlier. I need to get a dynamic microphone. That's just you know that's not because like oh I like gear and everything. It's really because like no I actually need to get one you know in for order recording to recording stuff or for live stuff for for more for the live broadcasting part of it. Um, so you're gonna stream live then? Is oh that, yeah. Okay. Yeah yeah. Um, yeah, that's uh, yeah on Twitch. It's uh, it's all live. So oh, so but you, and you can go back and look at the recordings. That's yeah. yeah, yeah. I could always do like a video, uh, a vod or video on demand of of the stream that I've already um, streamed. Yeah, it's the way. The what, what's a vod? What a vod. A vod. It stands for video on demand. Wait, like what does that entail? It's like a YouTube video, but it's is the, it pre-recorded or is it based off of a live recording and you go it would back be, and edit it? Or yeah, it? it'd be based off a live recording. It's it's a it's just like I think it's a feature built into Twitch. So basically, okay. it it you know records your stream from beginning to end, and then it's it, uh, like or it gives you the option to do that, and then it saves it to your channel. Okay, so anything that you can watch on Twitch that's not live is a vod. 
essentially? Yes. Okay. I would say. I would for the most part. There yeah. Might be some nuances and Yeah, I'm of, sure there's some uh, nuances. I'm actually not super familiar with Twitch either. Um you know um this is again like all all just kind of a journey something stuff that i'm getting into you know and uh trying to to make a breakout in so well no i think it seems like a really good uh good way to do it something unique because i i haven't heard of any musicians that are like mm-hmm. i really love like i mean musicians might be like i like video games here and there but i don't think anyone's used that to kind of escalate themselves and, and push uh their music out there you know whether it is as a, a game a video game music designer or mm-hmm. as a musician too you know and mm-hmm. i think that's gonna definitely give you an edge um because i can't think of anybody who does that like <laughs> awesome cool i'm different yeah <laughs> it's great though yeah. i mean there's you know composers who mm-hmm. made like the mario classic mario music and stuff like yeah. that but they weren't like they're, they're composers they didn't have like a whole branding you know right three you know yeah, marcus yeah, yeah. makes music there wasn't there wasn't that thing yeah no like they they definitely worked for the companies that they worked for and they don't mm-hmm. it's not like you, you know you don't hear about like uh i think it's robert prince and uh bobby lee i think that's if i remember correctly that's his name they did the soundtracks for doom and duke nukem again okay. yeah. yeah favorites of yours yeah, yeah exactly i it's it's a very they again hold a special place in my heart can and you get online versions of that for free or like, yeah um yeah you could just youtube it you know like you know duke nukem 3d ost oh i'd be like to play like i know sometimes older games you know because they don't require a lot of cpu power or anything like that mm-hmm. you can just play them online um, oh just go to some um, website no i don't think they have browser-based versions of those games downloads maybe uh yeah download you could maybe. probably find it but you could also find all like i think all of these games for like two dollars on steam oh okay yeah so yes yeah, steam's great yeah so That's uh tight, though. yeah what um what do you see yourself doing besides the album like this year just like working on because you're talking about a lot of different things and we kind of went over some of it with the twitch stuff what, right what are you going to play specifically game wise uh see that i don't know yet um okay. the plan for that yeah that was that's still in the process i haven't really given that streaming a whole lot of thought um i need to rearrange this room i need to get a new desk i want to get some sound treatment um and i want to take care of all that stuff again upgrading parts of my computer before i start the stream so you know uh, but as far as games go uh i've thought a lot about like you know, like, okay, what kind of content do I want to create and what kind of streams do I want? And like, what about me is going to be different from other streamers mm-hmm. on, uh, Twitch and everything. And, um, well, that's going to be, um, that's going to definitely be like useful to have that planned ahead. Yeah. Um, do you, so do you think you're going to wait till some, some more releases come out? Have you been reading up in game magazines to see, coming out no um just hoping for uh dead space <laughs> yeah or something right. like that. exactly woo that would be cool maybe someday in the future but mm-hmm. no not right now no um i mean i just talked to that composer yesterday and then like, that advice that i got about like you know finding facebook groups and and um maybe like some subreddits where like indie developers are looking for talent for That's a good idea yeah it's it's just I only got that advice yesterday and I'm, I'm still like, you know, trying to figure out what proper channels to go through for that. Have you, do you have like a YouTube that has some favorite games of yours with your music behind it in certain ways? 
to mm. you, know, you could link so they can see your work or yeah so what i've seen some youtubers do um is you know work together with artists on soundcloud or you know on spotify or whatever to to have music in their videos and what i'd like to do is to create my own music for my videos mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know so i have my own accompaniment for my video and and everything um I just think that's a really easy way to like, uh, number one, keep motivating myself to, you know, produce a lot of content, whether it's music or videos or streams or whatever. And then two, um, you know, I don't have to think about like, you know, like licensing music from another artist or, you yeah. know, getting their permission to do anything with their music in, um, in in my work you know it gives me it gives me more freedom that mm -hmm. way you know like i can create the music for I me mean, like my content and i can make it the way that i want it i can you know if i if i need specific sounds for specific moments or whatever i can just go and make just them just do the sfx right there yeah exactly yeah, that's tight yeah. so and cd distro is where you're gonna put the album out right uh distro kid oh, what is it called distro kid Distro Kid or Kid? Yeah, so Distro Kid, D I S T R O K I D. Um, they are a distributing service that um, lets you upload an unlimited amount of music uh, for a, a like twenty dollar annual price. Oh, that's not bad at all. Yeah. Um, so yeah, oh, so that's yeah. and they can get you know your music on Spotify and uh, other street, streaming platforms and Spotify is really the big one for me is because like that's what I use the most and yeah I've talked to a lot of people who have used Spotify and I'm like yeah just, most people use I use yeah. Pandora personally but I like Pandora's I like good yeah I like that you can you know pick and choose what songs you want to listen to I don't know if that's on Pandora yet premium premium, premium. you know for all, all the paywalls you yeah. know for all these free services yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was a, that was the thing with Pandora is like you could either set a genre or you could like set an album and it would create a radio station. And that's really cool. But I liked being able to like go to an artist's page and be like, okay, I want to listen to this specific song and I can just do that every time. You might actually be right. It might not. It might be more random, mm -hmm. more just kind of its own thing. I I just never gone through the paywall because I'm like, yeah, whatever, I'm cool. Just yeah, classical music, yeah. some trap music, whatever I yeah. want to listen to at the time. Exactly, you know? more setting moods and stuff. Yeah, exactly. You're driving to work, driving, you know, commuting, all that stuff, just something mm -hmm. to chill with. Yeah. Um, that's dope though. Yeah. So yeah, District Kid should be good. I've heard a lot of good things about it. Um, and so, you know, just hoping to to have all of that done you know, at the end of the year, uh, and it should work out. You're going to use a Beatport at all, or just DistroKid for now? Just DistroKid for now, because that's the only one that I've done, you know, uh, like, any Most amount research. of research into, um, but Beatport, um, you see, I hadn't heard of that until just now, but that's, now it's something to look up, and now it's something <laughs> yeah, to research. Check it out. CD Baby is another one that's, that's okay. pretty good, too. CD I mean, Babe? not to throw out too many names, but no, yeah. I don't know. I, I say Beatport because a lot of my DJ friends are in Beatport. Um, oh, okay. And you can sell, I think you can just kind of arrange your price. It's kind of like a band camp, but a, mm -hmm. it's really oriented towards instrumental music a lot. Oh, which, really? Yeah, which band camp is, you know, more just for like bands Artists. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which okay. I know you're kind of in between that genre, but you're trying yeah. to supply um, to people, I guess, instrumentals. Are you, are you planning on getting the album 
featured in movies or games or is it more just like this not, is my artistry not this album uh, potentially future work yeah this one right now is just like and and really any future releases until i get to a point where i'm collaborating with uh game designers and developers um is just gonna be yeah me putting out my music just to just to be out there um yeah and stream with it right You're, yeah are you gonna use the album to stream with or? oh yeah yeah, yeah see yeah the album awesome. that'll be it'll be really for me to get the music out there and for my own content um but yeah are you gonna start streaming sometime afterwards or do you have like <sighs> is that less set the, the album comes first right now yeah the the album is priority that is main focus um when it comes to streaming um I just want to see myself get started next year mm-hmm. um, more than anything like I don't want it I don't want it to be like necessarily at the beginning of the year maybe at the beginning of summer or something you know people are gonna have a lot of time off very true um, you know and yeah so that seems like a wise decision you gotta pace all these things out especially mm-hmm. you know all time invested and you want to make sure that it's not sink or swim it's just swim yeah exactly i want to make sure i can tread water at least Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. that's gonna be great um yeah so oh man i totally forgot what i was gonna ask that that (laughs) does not usually happen no no worries but uh what what other uh projects do you have in the works or things that you you're trying to get done um music related or anything else yeah any other projects that new computers to build yeah, you know, and see, that's the thing, like, there's so many things that I have that I'm interested in that I, you know, I just I feel like I have passion for besides music, you know, games and uh, technology, like, you, I follow so many tech YouTubers nice. on uh, YouTube. Uh, Eli the Computer Guy? Yeah. Oh, uh, not Eli the, Eli the Computer Guy? He's, he's a lot into networking and stuff. Oh, like, okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, no, I haven't heard of that him before, but... Um, the YouTubers like Jay's Two Cents or like Gamers Nexus or Linus Tech Tips is a big one. Oh, yeah, Linus that's Tech a, that's Tips, a huge yeah. channel. Yeah, everybody um, who who knows anything about uh, tech YouTube knows about Linus. But um, uh, yeah, you know that's just another thing that interests me. Science Studios. That's a small channel. I wanted Science to mention Studios. that because that okay. was, he's kind of an inspiration for. Uh, you know, like wanting to get into YouTube, potentially just for to cover a range of subjects. So like, um, uh, Vsauce sort of. Mm, it started out. His channel started out that way, but then it ended up just being all tech related. Okay, so it's, yeah. yeah, it's very niche and very. Yeah, yeah. I mean, tech is so huge these days. Yeah, you got exactly. Security, you got DevOps, you got uh, fucking UX. Yeah. You got and then. Yeah, uh, front end stuff. Exactly. I'm really, I'm really like hardware kind of guy. I really like, you know, talking about like, like oh, made this. video cards and processors and RAM and all that and like overclocking and all that. Yeah, like that's fun. <laughs> it's pretty cool, Daniel. I've never overclocked a computer. Mm. And it kind of makes me nervous because I hear like, I mean, obviously it's totally feasible. Oh you know? yeah, absolutely. Yeah, just this have to know what you're is doing. overclocked right here. Yeah. Because yeah. I mean, it's not like it's overclocked. You're just like, okay, it's at a nominal speed. Mm-hmm. that the the stock specifications and you're like well right. it can do this much right that's pretty much yeah what so i i mean it is it is overclocking like you are you when you when you get a processor you know it's rated to run at um certain clock speed mm-hmm. you know whether that's three gigahertz or four four and a half right and by pushing it anything over that 
you know, nominal speed, you're overclocking it. And then you're, you know, by doing that, you know, you, you might need to increase the voltage uh, that's supplied to the processor, which would in increase the heat, which means mm -hmm. you need to cool it with better components. Yeah, liquid you know. cooling or better yeah, fans, whatever. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, the only, the only dangers of, uh, you know, overclocking is, you know, is, is really not preparing yourself or not understanding what it is that you're doing, you know, you want to um, fry your computer. Yeah, exactly. You know, and I mean, even then it's like difficult to do that. It's difficult to destroy components like that because they have built in safety features, you know, mm -hmm. like if it detects that, Oh, the temperature is getting too hot. I better shut down or, Oh, there's too much voltage. I better shut down. It just, they have safeguards. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's and there's ways to get around that too. Um, you know, people do that. Extreme overclockers do that to get, you know, even higher higher clocks. And you know, like Is that's that in cool the BIOS. Like, was it, how do you? So yeah, command prompt shit. Like yeah, there, no. Thankfully, no command prompt stuff necessary. But yeah, typically when you when you turn on like a desktop computer, um, you can hit F two or delete. Um, you just really got to spam those buttons, um, but it'll take you to the basic input output system, which is just, you know, um, really, really basic software or firmware on your motherboard mm -hmm. that lets you change the settings in there, like clock speeds, RAM speed, um, you know, just input output devices. So the bootloader is right. And yeah. Yeah. Stuff uh, like that. Order or whatever. Yeah. Boot order and everything, you know. Uh, if you need to boot off a thumb drive or something, that's where you would go to do that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, you know, so. Which is great if you want, like, to have uh, two operating systems yeah. or putting a different one. Yeah, exactly. It's um, great for it's great for backups. It's great for, like, you know, having having your, your copy of Windows on a solid or on a USB drive. And if anything happens with your copy of Windows. Nuke it. Yeah, exactly. It, redo it. Re exactly. It. Boot up from the flash drive and you're set. Yeah, I need to I need to practice that a little bit more. I've done uh, you know some reimaging, but um, a lot of the reimaging or the imaging I've been doing is just on a Raspberry Pi. Oh you yeah, know, just with Raspbian and shit like that. I, oh nice. I did Do you put like to a, mess with like uh, electronics and tech. Oh fuck yeah, I love that shit. Nice. Yeah, no, it's yeah. um. I mean, I have a NAS set up at home right now oh, on the LAN. I want to get it onto the you know the wide area network. Yeah. But uh, it's like a little nervous about. Putting it out there, yeah, you know, and yeah. I, I was thinking about SSH tunneling, but I don't completely understand how to do that, and I was mm -hmm. like, mm, VPN, but that's paid, unless I made, I was thinking about making my own VPN server, but I don't know how to do that. Oh, yeah. Because you know, it's like, I don't really want to, the whole idea is that I don't want to pay a monthly fee for a cloud. Right. You know, cloud space, right. it's like, well, I just, you know, buy yeah. a two terabit hard drive, whatever I want, mm -hmm. make a RAID so on the NAS, NAS. Yeah. OMV4 is really good, and mm -hmm. I know OpenCloud has... And Nextcloud is like good. I don't know if it's open source, but it's free source. You know stuff you can just put on uh, your Raspberry Pi. Okay. Um, but OMV4, Open Media Vault 4, is like it's pretty darn good so far. I've been testing it for almost a month now. No crashes. It, you know you can make it spin up and spin down. So like Sweet. You know, when you're not using it, obviously right. it's not gonna just keep doing Spinning it. The hard drives and everything. Yeah. Okay. Um, I haven't set up a RAID yet. I mean, it's, it's just running off this one to two terabyte uh, Toshiba, hmm. which I've had for like six years, but it still nice. works. Ooh, like, that's, that's a, I would say that's a rare find because I have had hard drives fail on me, and it, that is the worst. I have a I have a hard drive in here actually. That's not even well. No, I think I left that in the old case, but um, 
I, I had a hard drive in my computer that, you know, just wasn't even attached. It wasn't plugged in it's to power. inside the box. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I just needed to keep it in there, but it was a hard drive that had failed. Oh, it sucks. Yeah, no, it sucked. Do you ever um, do any forensics? I really want to get into learning how to do that. You uh, know, from pulling out data from fried ones oh, and stuff like no. that. No, yeah. Um, I don't know anything about that. Neither uh, do I. I just know it seems like yeah. really dope. And it's like, even yeah. if you re-image and just wipe the shit out of like a drive, people can still get it. I don't know how yeah. that works. Yeah, so I would say, I think the way it works is basically, um, but when... Uh, what they're doing is taking advantage of the fact that like in order to delete the information on a hard drive, you have to rewrite or write over the old mm-hmm. data, you know, with like a ones or zeros or whatever, just to, just to get rid of it, to make sure that there's no, um, that it's like ghost data isn't like, isn't there, you know, cause you, you, you can delete a file, but it'll still be on the hard drive. It's, I, I think what happens is like, you know, the computer tells it just like, just don't go to that area until it's rewritten. You know, oh, so it's still because I know there. it's hard disk drive H H D mm-hmm. or H D D is is literally just a magnetic disk, mm-hmm. and the zeros and ones are baked in mm-hmm. by having a certain flux or you know, mm-hmm. yep. It, it, the way that the, the magnetism is oriented exactly in a, in a very small little spots on the disk exactly it's amazing. like it's uh it's it's the same technology for CDs except except with CDs uh, that laser exactly it's yeah. uh, it's permanent. But um, with hard disk drives, yeah, it's it's all magnetic data. Um, but so you so what you're saying is when it's deleted, it's just like just forget about this area until we actually have to use this space. Yeah, exactly. Interesting. Um, that's I think that's the that's my understanding of how it works. Um, I the one thing I, I'm I'm certain about is that like the way the way to really really delete the data is to rewrite or write over the old data and then once you do that that old data is just gone would that like if you were to resize the disk you know would that do it reformat it's... it like what, what would be like the best way to wipe it then i don't know i think yeah, you'd have to I mean. use some kind of like third-party program to do that yeah, I think. Okay. yeah. or like write your own little script or something like yeah that. yeah just tell the tell the computer like hey you know write over this disk with you know a ton of zeros but I would be careful about writing your own program because I think there's, you know, certain things on the disk that say like, okay, you know, here is the beginning of this platter. Here is the end of this platter. Oh, yeah. So you could have the arm go further mm-hmm. to, and just break off or something like that if you, did, or, if you didn't know the physical space of the actual disk. Or, or just like, um, like an arbitrary start point could so, miss a spot yeah or or like like the beginning of the disc like a like mm-hmm. a vinyl mm-hmm. you know like it would have a, a beginning and an end um I, I i would imagine that the hard drives work the same way but i again i have no idea i think you're pretty much right um i i can't remember exactly but yeah it's the arm moves at different points and it's going mm-hmm. so fast and writing and reading very quickly mm-hmm. but yeah it, <laughs> I really do want to learn that stuff, though. Yeah. I mean, it's so useful. Hell yeah. It's it's very interesting. I went to school for um, electronics technology. I wanted to call myself an engineer so bad, an electrical engineer. But I was going to school in Kirkland, and it was I was taking the bus there from here, where we're at right now. It was so... Hell yeah, that's a two, bit. Two hours there, two hours back every day. 
And yeah, they say you can study on a bus, but I mean, nah, dude. I had to carry a giant toolbox. Well, I chose to carry a giant toolbox with me. A lot of my classmates had like, you know, bait and tackle boxes. Mm-hmm. You know, like really, just plastic boxes that they'd carry their tools in and everything. But yeah, yeah. I. I don't know what I was thinking at 19. I was like, yeah, I want to have one of those, like, red toolboxes that you see in, like, people's auto garages. Badass. Yeah, exactly. And I was so, so dumb about it, you know. Um, You're younger, I mean. Yeah, you know, like, I don't regret any of the choices that I made for that. Um, I'm sure you learned a lot. I did, yeah. I learned not to go to school in another city by bus. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, that was the big thing, was, like, the commute was just too much. I spent you know two hours getting there and two hours getting back every day that's a slog i mean I'm yeah i'm just exhausted every single day yeah and i had a, had a job too i was working part-time between yeah part-time so basically working um a job and a half because i mean yeah I mean, full-time school's job exactly and it just got to be too much at a certain point i was like you know this really sucks. I gotta stop going to school. It's just not... It wasn't sustainable. That's what mm-hmm. I, I kept thinking. I'm like, damn, I just can't keep doing this. Like, I like what I was doing. I liked what I was doing and everything. But I just couldn't keep doing it. Yeah. I mean, that's just a lot to do. I mean, with a job and doing that kind of commuting, I can't even imagine... Uh, I've always gotten jobs on campus whenever I've, you know, had like yeah. a part-time thing with full-time school. That would have been the way to do it or find some way to, you know either have my job be closer to school or have school be closer to home, which, you know, North Seattle offered the same program that Mm -hmm. uh, I went to like Washington for, and I should have just done it there at North Seattle, but you know, I need to live and you learn. Was there a reason to, yeah. Um, so I chose like Washington because we had toured that school, um, in high school and I had a really great experience, um, then, and, you know, when it was time to pick schools and everything, I was like, oh, well, they have the program that I'm interested in. And North Seattle has the same one. But I've been to, like, Washington, and I really like it. Yeah. Um, so I decided, like, okay, well, I'll try to take classes over there. And I mean, no, I thought it makes sense. Like, you got a good vibe from it. But and that's the thing. Like, I, I have a car, and so, like, it makes it really easy. And I, I take for granted how easy it is to just travel around. But... When I was younger, you know, when I was, like, a teenager, um, mm-hmm. I was biking and busing everywhere, you yeah. know? And it, you have to plan so much, because even if it comes every 15 minutes or less, which mm-hmm. is not that odd. I mean, Seattle's pretty good with their transportation, but there's some places where it's like, all right, one bus is going every 15 minutes, yeah. but this other bus comes every hour. Yeah. And then after 8, some of them just, like, ends, like, really 8 p.m.? You know? Yeah, I mean, it's super early. not always some... like that, but... Yeah, no, I know what you mean. Seattle buses, they're kind of all over the place. Like, they're either really reliable or you're always late or Seattle yeah, early. Somehow. And then and then the poor bus drivers, like, I mean, some of them are dicks, but, like, um, you know, then they're under all this stress because yeah. everyone else that's on the bus is freaking out for, I mean, maybe they're not, maybe they're right. ahead, but it's hard to, yeah. a four hour commute round trip. I mean, that's a huge chunk of your day. That's, um, let's see, eight hours of the 30 your day. So that's a, mm-hmm. um, oh God, I'm, it's I'm a sixth of my that. day. Yeah. It's a sixth yeah. of your day. Yeah. yeah. So that's a long, a lot of, a lot of time there. Um, yeah. that's cool though. So you can build your own computers you, yeah. you know a little bit about maybe a lot about software you're really yeah, into gaming amount. yep coming out with um an album at the end of this year mm-hmm. um Twitch stream and you youtube channel plug any any other uh, parties 
things. Any plugs or anything? Um, I mean, I would say a shout out to like Griffin and Alex who you know introduced us. Yeah, you know? for real. Like, I met you um, through Griffin. I think up at the cafe. And yeah, yeah. When I saw you again with Alex, that was cool. Um, you know. I know they're they're in Europe right now. Right? Yeah, they're tripping around Europe. Yeah. Has yeah. has Griffin done a released his uh, uh, album yet, or is he a single? I don't think so. I mean, he's oh, very okay. OCD. Well, I wouldn't say OCD, but he's very um. Uh-huh. He's like you. He he really wants to make sure everything's very prepared right. and lined up. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah I've been waiting for that, dude. I, I listened to the 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 first podcast uh, with Griffin on it, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh, Sunset Affinities. That sounds yeah. so cool. I want to listen out at the to end it. of summer." But yeah, it's yeah. I don't think it's gonna come to fruition. No, I think it it's, might. It's he summer. might not have told me. Maybe it's like on the on the hush. Yeah. Okay. No, but I mean, have you heard any of the the demos and stuff that he's no doing? nothing dude it's really good and that's why i'm curious because i improved so much really yeah okay i haven't really heard any of uh, of his stuff except i think once he shared a band that he was part of a long time ago yeah uh t-rex typhoon t-rex typhoon yeah 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah they're they're pretty dope uh there's just you know i mean i think it's hard to coordinate bands can be difficult so they yeah just couldn't dealing with a lot of that. people yeah, yeah. But no, I mean his solo work is really good. It's too bad there's not anything online that I think there's nothing online yet. But it's okay. Once he drops, it's gonna be this just amazing music he's gonna come out with. Yeah. Tight. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, I'm definitely looking forward to that. Whenever, whenever that comes, Griffin. You know. Yeah. Hurry up, bro. No, honestly, <laughs> we're all waiting on it. So. Yes, we are. Um, cool. Well, I guess uh, with that, we'll we'll have to do this podcast again. You know. Oh um, yeah. And then talk about. We'll, we'll we'll do it like after you have it released and stuff. Yeah. Talk about how the process. Yeah, maybe went. maybe when I'm getting ready to do start the Twitch stream, it'll be you know like okay, so how did the album release go? And then what's the you next know? step? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think that'll be dope. Yeah, that's um, a cool idea. Yeah, this has been great. Thanks for uh, letting me come yeah, through and yeah. do this. Uh, cool. Well, this has been the Mindlink Frequency here yeah. with uh, Marcus Morales. Uh, check out everything in the show notes. Have a great day, guys. See you.